Today's sponsor of The Unexpected Detour is brought to you by We Are Healing Over Here Candles. These candles are hand poured, made with 100% coconut wax, and the most important ingredient is love. The collection consists of three candles, or you can purchase them individually. They are great for stress, meditation, cleansing your home, refocusing after a tough day, and even day night try them. The first one is called Let Go and Let God, made with eucalyptus and sage. The second one, Vibe With Me, made with black amber and lavender. The third one, BS Repellent. I'm sure a lot of us could use some of that BS Repellent, made with white sage and lavender. The collection is $55 for three candles. Sold individually, $22 each. Pre-order today. They are accepting payments at their cash app. We're healing over here. Good evening, good evening. Today is March 20th, the first day of spring. And the unexpected detour is here with another episode for your listening ears. I am your host, Francis, and today I just want to talk about a movie that I saw that changed my mind about a lot of the ways I thought. African Americans who complain about how tough life is don't take advantage of opportunities that are readily available. I figured that out. If you only knew your history and all the accomplishments of African-Americans who came before us, you no longer sit around and complain, but you take a page out of history and rebuild the integrity of our heritage. I was browsing through Amazon Prime and I came across a documentary titled Uncle Tom. Seriously, Uncle Tom. My first thought was like, do I really want to see something about Uncle Tom? Because my misconception about the Uncle Tom is a black person who kisses ass. And that was the bottom line. So why do I want to see something called Uncle Tom? And this was a documentary. So this is the first thing I'm thinking. Oh, this is going to be about people who kiss ass. So for days and days and days, I kept seeing that. And my reluctant self said, no way am I going to sit back and watch this documentary. And then my inquisitive self said, why not? Let me see what they have to talk about. Let's see what this documentary is all about. And when I started to view it, I saw the featured individuals, and in my mind, the first thing I said, it figures they would pick them because they were the first ones that I would call an Uncle Tom. Yes, the the African-Americans that I was familiar with included Candace Owens, the late Herman Cain, and Larry Elder. There were a lot more that I've never heard of, 
But these three just came to mind because this is how I perceive them to be. And that was when the first thought I said, they were the epitome of the phrase Uncle Tom. In my mind and in my eyes, that's exactly how I felt. And while viewing the, the, while viewing the book Uncle Tom's Cabin by Harriet Beecher Stowe came to my mind and the main character was Uncle Tom. Now, mind you, Uncle Tom was a slave who had helped other slaves get free. So how do we call end up calling other African-Americans who were successful an Uncle Tom? And in essence, Uncle Tom, he was successful at what he did, although he was killed, but he was still successful. After watching the documentary, I learned that those I despise were in fact far removed from my ignorance, considered Uncle Tom's. The, and those individuals didn't come from a place of wealth and riches and didn't depend upon the system to make the best of life. They used all resources available to get ahead in life. I was convicted because my thought process was wrong about these people. How did I fall into using such a de derogatory word of thinking about African-Americans who were successful Uncle Toms? I figured, you know what? Too much news, not enough reading, too much believing in those who say they were for us but had done nothing to change the trajectory of life for us. They just talk. And that's the honest to goodness truth. It's nothing but idle talk. Nothing has changed. You know, from what I see, we're still bound in a way that we don't know how to get out of it. Some of us, and some of us do know how to get out of it because they use, we use our own thinking. And you decipher what these people are saying to get ahead. So I watched the documentary, and I kid you not, three times, three times, just to soak up the information like a sponge. I dissected and researched the information because I wanted to make sure that what these people were telling me was in fact factual and not made up. So like a mad scientist, I went to work. I had books there, books there. I mean, I just looked because I wanted to know. And I walked away with a lot of knowledge about choosing a political party. And what it was I learned was, you know, a political party is not just one person that you vote for. It's the whole party. What does this whole party stand for? And within that, African-Americans, they were Republicans. Did you know that? I'm sure a lot of us didn't know. We didn't know that African-Americans were Republicans, that we had African-American senators in the 1800s in the White House. And then we went from Republican to Democrats when the Civil Rights Bill passed. And as I was growing up, 
I was told that the Republican Party was for the rich and the Democratic Party was for the poor. But as I looked at this more and more, it seemed like the Democratic Party was actually a party that would keep us down. They weren't trying to get us ahead. They made us dependent upon the system, like the welfare system. You know, back in the day before there was a welfare system, you went to work. Even if those couldn't read, they went to work. They had a job. They made a living. Some kind of way they got ahead. They didn't sit around and complain about other minorities and how they did it. They did what they had to do to survive. And I find that, and I was just as guilty to sit around and see how other minorities, they get ahead and we don't. And the reason why they get ahead, they'll take those little jobs where we won't. And that is what happened. We used to take those jobs, the little minimum wages and, you know, it was money. It was a way to make a living. We saved it. We got ahead. But then when welfare came around, you got, the women got married to Mr. Welfare. Remember the movie, Claudine? They got married to the welfare system. So you couldn't have a man, but the more children you had, the more money you had. And she had to work, but you couldn't work because you were dependent upon the system. So I began to research that, and sure enough, that was true. That is how the welfare party started. The welfare system began because we have a democratic party who instead of being for the poor, were keeping us poor. So maybe it's time we do a little bit more research on the type of the, the party we choose. Do a background and that's what made me look. I actually looked at the background of the democratic party to find out they were for slavery and the Republicans weren't. How about that? So maybe we had our thoughts mixed up, or maybe because our people thought, well, the Democrats, they're this and that, and maybe that was the mindset that was put into us. Instead of giving us the choice to choose, we went where everybody else went, to the Democratic Party. And then in this movie, Oh, this documentary, <clears throat> excuse me, I learned about two economists. I never heard of them before. Thomas Sewell and Walter Williams. Maybe you had, but I didn't. And these guys were amazing. Amazing. They were amazing. And they tell you how they got ahead. And they didn't depend upon the system. Now, how successful Africa, how, you know, back in the day, excuse me, I mean, I really was excited when I was watching this. When Wall Street was around, those were entrepreneurs that built that. They were Republicans. Could you imagine? They put that all together. 
They, we were successful as entrepreneurs. We must get back to that. We don't need to sit around and complain about the other minorities and the jobs they take. Get your tail out there. Go get a job and work yourself up to the top. And I realized that a lot of things African-Americans should have known about was due to a lack of wanting of wanting to know more and the desire to explain and um, explore and not place their shortcomings on other races. The importance of getting ahead in life requires, <clears throat> excuse me, the determination to want more and expand our thinking by using all resources available. You know, like Malcolm X would say, by any means necessary, that's exactly what this is saying. By any means necessary, you are going to use your resources to get ahead. Knowledge is power. And that's where we will overcome the hidden stories about African-American history and how we shaped America. Then maybe we will do better. Have a good night and be blessed.